You know how something is about to happen, but you don't believe it. And someone has to assure you, oh, it's happening. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Because a lot of people are under the impression that Jesus is not coming back, that the rapture is not real, and that all these things we're going through, uh, everything that's happening in the Bible, let's say a thousand things are going to happen, and, and 900 of them have happened already, just as the Bible said, and people are still under the impression that these other things are not going to happen. But let me tell you, just like the title of this message, oh, it's happening. Revelations 1, 4 through 7. John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace to you from him who is, who was, and who is to come. And from the seven spirits before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the king's of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, even those who pierced him, and all peoples on earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. So it is written, so shall it be. Amen. John said, you had him down, but you couldn't hold him. This is the same John who laid his head on his breast, the same John who was at his gravesite, the same John who was at the foot of the cross with his mother and Mary Magdalene, same John who walked with him. Yes, the beloved disciple. And he said, in eight, you had him, but you couldn't hold him. He said, I am Alpha and Omega, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Lord Almighty. And look at Daniel at 7th chapter 13 14. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man. This is Old Testament. Speaking of the New Testament, talking about prophecy, talking about a real prophet. He said, coming with the clouds of heaven, he approached the ancient of days, God, and was led into his presence. 14, he was given authority and glory and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. And as if the Old Testament wasn't done, Zechariah picked it up from there in 12 and 10. And I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. 
they will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for a firstborn son. Now, John said, let me expound <laughs> on what Zechariah is saying in one seven. If we walk in the light, this is John talking again, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So basically what John is saying here is, sin will become a bitter aftertaste in our mouth. Will we be perfect? No. But each time sin comes up, each time it's around us, each time we commit it, we will know and we will say, Lord, I can't do this. I got to stop this. You got to help me. You see, we are saved from the power and the penalty of sin, but we are not saved from sin. Sin will continue to rack us until we leave this earth in rapture or until we leave this earth in death. Sin will be there. Why? Because Adam and Eve ate us out of house and home. When they ate of that fruit, they ate of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. And evil is present in this world and becoming more or expounding every day. But we don't have to be caught up in sin because the power of Jesus saves us from the power of sin and from the penalty of sin. So we don't have to do it. We just do it. Because we want to, but the, the blood of Jesus should take that taste out of our mouth. Yes. The same one whom the builders rejected ought to become the chief cornerstone in our life. No longer should we run to mischief. I'm calling it mischief. I'm being light here. No longer should we run to that nonsense. We ought to be running to Jesus. It doesn't matter what debt you owed or what sin you committed. You have now surrendered to God through the blood of Christ. And the same Jesus has redeemed you. He brought you back from the devil, from sin. And verse 5b, if you look at this in the living or in the message, it says this in essence is the message we heard from Christ. And we're passing it on to you. God is light. Pure light. There is no trace of darkness in him. And if God is light, and we have accepted God, Jesus Christ, we then also become a light. A city set on a hill that cannot be hid. Will we mess up sometimes? Yes! But we ought not do it intentionally. And we don't have to do it. Because the power of God saves us from it. It saves us from ourselves. It saves us from the world. It saves us from the flesh. It saves us from the devil. Huh? We ought to wake up and stop just willfully giving ourselves over to sin. That is no longer our life. Because of the power 
of Jesus. Because of the blood of Christ. You heard the song. Nothing but the blood. What can wash me from my sin? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Oh, precious dead I owe. Huh? Oh, my God. You know, despite what we deserved, God has erased our debt. All because of Christ. My, 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 my. Huh? Our ship had sailed. But Jesus says no. And he blew a wind and our ship came right back to shore. Safe because of Jesus. Now why would we allow ourselves to be blew out there or blowed out there again? Our debt has been paid in full. Jesus paid it all. All to him we owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but Jesus washed it white as snow. <laughs> Songwriter said, I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, why don't you watch and pray and find in me, huh? not in sin, in me, thine all in all. Lord, I, now indeed I find thy power and thine alone. You came and you changed the leper's spots and melt even that heart of stone. Jesus, Jesus Paid it all and all to him we owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but Jesus washed it white as snow. He washed away. And, 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 when, and when before the throne we stand, I stand in him complete because Jesus has saved my soul. My lips shall still repeat again and again and again that Jesus paid it all. Verse 6 and 7, John said it, Peter said it. We have been made priest. We had nothing to do with it. By the grace of God, for by grace have you been saved. Not anything we've done, but it's a gift of God lest any of us should try to boast. We are, because of Jesus, building blocks of God. Oh, my Lord. Wow. And this is good news. And we ought to be eternally grateful. Not out there chasing whatever. That's not gratitude. Huh? Verse 6 and 7, if we claim that we experience a shared life with him and continue to stumble around in the dark, we are obviously lying through our teeth and we're not living what we claim. But if we walk in the light, God himself being the light, we will also experience a shared life 
with one another. That's how you know when somebody's real, the way they treat everybody else. Because the blood of Jesus is surging through their veins and they have to treat folk right. They have to talk right. They have to walk right. They have to act right. Will they mess up sometimes? Yes. But for the most part, they are purged from sin. First Peter 2, 2 through 6 says, Now that you realize how kind the Lord has been to you, can you just put away all that mess, all that deception, all that evil, all that envy, all that fraud, strife, and all that mess? Huh? Can you just long to grow up in the fullness of your salvation? Can you just cry for the love of God, for the fruit of God, for the water of God as a baby cries for milk? Oh, come to Jesus, who is the living foundation of a rock upon which God builds. Oh, many of men have spurned him. Yes, yes. But he is the very precious one to God who has, who has chosen above all others. This is our means of salvation. I don't care what folk tell you. I don't care what televangelists tell you. I don't care what all those folk out there claiming to be prophets tell you. If you're not coming through Jesus, you're not going to make it. And you can't just say his name. You've got to give up that life. And you've got to live the life of Jesus. A light has to be in you. That comes out of you. That reaches others. That's a real evangelical. Someone who evangelizes others through their very life. Not just talking. And now in the fifth verse it says, You have become living, building stones for God's use. In building his house. Wow. And what's more? You are his holy priest. So I beg of you. Come to him. You who are acceptable to him. Because of Jesus Christ. And you are to offer to God. Those things that please him, not the dregs of life. Let that go. As the scripture expresses, it says, see, I'm sending Christ to be the carefully chosen, precious cornerstone of my church. And I will never disappoint those. This is God talk. Who trust in him. Oh, it's happening. This is real. This is not made up. This is not just church. This ain't just something to pacify us. Everything I'm telling you right now is going to happen or has already occurred. What we have to do is walk away from the mess. And like the song that's getting ready to be sang by Parham, we have to say, Lord, I want you to hide me in your word, in your grace. Even if the enemy 
Because between the flesh and the devil and the world, they mean to tear us down because they know it's going to happen soon enough. Oh, it's happening. Jesus has already come. Jesus has already died. Jesus has already been risen. And we can rise in him today, right now, wherever you are. Huh? And you've heard me recite all the places who are hearing this message right now. From France to Russia to United States, all over the place. If you are under the sound of my voice right now, whether you're sitting here, whether you're listening to it on the radio, whether you're listening to it on a podcast, whatever, please know Jesus is real and he has a plan for your life. And if you've already accepted him, but you keep falling down, you keep backsliding, get up and realize it's happening. It's happening. God is real. Jesus gave his life that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And say no to the world. And yes to Jesus. Come on, Parham, and sing to us and, and listen to the words of the song. Yes, yes. Come on, come on, come on.
Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this message. Somebody is slipping in the darkness. Somebody knows you in the partner of their sin. But they, they're being called by this world. They're being called by their flesh. They're being called by the devil. And they're listening. It's as if they don't believe that you're coming back. But oh, it's happening. God, wake them up. Shake them up before it's everlasting. Too late. I'm asking you, Father, to allow circumstances and situations to happen in their life that cause them to realize thou art God and beside you there is no other. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless this message to take wings and everyone who hears it, share it with someone else and bring forth fruit. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, listen. Even if. Hmm. Sometimes we're our own worst enemy. Yes, Lord. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Even if. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. Please tell a friend. God bless you. Don't forget, if you desire, you can always pick up a book from Amazon or Barnes and Nobles in case you like to read as opposed to hear the Word of God. God bless.